Hello everyone, I'm your host Chloe Madeline and welcome to the Behind Her Mind podcast. Here we deep dive on all things health, fitness, lifestyle and everything in between. The intention is to inspire, to entertain and to empower. Join me as I unpack life and navigate my 20s all whilst trying to live a purpose-driven, authentic, real and unfiltered life full of the highs, the lows, the yeses and the noes. If you're ready to chat the inner workings of a 20-something's mind, you're in the right place. Let's get chatting. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Behind Her Mind podcast. Welcome back to season two. We only had five episodes in season one, but honestly, season one was very much trial and error. Season one was me learning how to even produce a podcast, learning how to use GarageBand, learning what an RSS feed is, learning how to, you know, edit, create these, how much planning goes into episodes. Honestly, I was very naive before I started this and I was kind of like, oh, you know, set up the microphone, hit record and start chatting and that's about it. So much more goes into this than I thought. And on top of everything I've just mentioned, obviously, as I alluded to in my little we're taking a break post on Instagram, a lot has happened in my life over the past couple of months. And I was almost putting a little bit too much pressure on myself because I initially, when I first started this podcast, I set out to do, you know, one episode a week and I had all these intentions to end up doing twice a week, having guests, you know, doing all these things. And I almost just put so much pressure on myself to do so much and I failed to remind myself that I already do so much prior to actually even thinking about implementing a podcast into my life. Like I've got my full-time job. I've got my, if you want to call it a side hustle, my side hustle, which is my online health and fitness coaching. I have all the things that come with doing that, like my social media content. I've got my university study. And by that, I mean a full-time load of university study. And it's not a degree that aligns with my two other things I just mentioned. Like I'm doing, you know, law and psychology. I've just got, I've had a lot going on. And honestly, I was just like, you know what? I need a break. I need to take a step back. I need to reassess. I need to actually put everything that I've learned into place and do things right and, you know, make sure I'm planning things properly and all of that kind of stuff. So basically, that's what I did. I took my four weeks, four weeks, I think, and now we're back with season two. Now, today's episode is literally just a post hiatus catch up. It's me just chatting in your ears, telling you what's been going on, telling you, you know, what's coming up in my life, telling you what season two is all about, telling you what um, changes I've implemented, all of those good things. So let's just get straight into it, I'd say. So my reason besides everything I've just said for the little break and to go into more detail. So yeah, essentially lots and lots going on and it was just very overwhelming and I just needed to prioritize myself and be a little selfish for a bit and take a step back and all those good things. I guess the start of the little downward spiral, if you will, began with the traumatic death of one of our family pets. I think I spoke about this in the last episode before I took a break, but our family dog that we had had for, I think, 10 years, 11 years, something like that. 
he was put to sleep and it wasn't you know the best way for a dog to be put to sleep he was old um but it wasn't due to death he was savagely mauled by another dog and you know we could have attempted to save his life but at the end of the day the best choice for him was to be put to sleep he came from a rescue background he was he was raised on a puppy farm and honestly for him to even survive through that was the first major milestone in his life and the like the negatives that came out of that for him is that he was really scared of dogs and he was really scared of quite a lot of things when we first got him and obviously as the years progressed he got better and better and we just kind of thought you know he's just been attacked by a massive dog and that was kind of his trauma when he first came to us is that he was in cages with 10 other dogs like small cages he was on a puppy farm of 50 plus dogs they all got rescued they all got treated terribly and him coming back from this say we had done surgery and the surgery had been successful coming back from that wouldn't have been the best for him I could just imagine him being scared of his brother uh and I just think like the the stage that he was at when we found him he was already hypothermic he was already you know his body was shutting down he was his body was trying to fight to keep whatever they could keep alive but in the best interest of the dog we put him to sleep so that was kind of the first major thing that impacted me and then I think just like work has been quite stressful as of late it has been a whirlwind of emotions and the job that I do and this is not the health and fitness coaching this is my government job the job that I do in itself even if the work environment was 100% perfect is a stressful environment in itself I'm subject to see some things that you know your everyday person doesn't see it's a very high pressured environment it's a very I like when I chat to people that don't work in the industry about certain things that I see and certain things that I hear I am you know responded to with a shocked look on the face and I'm like oh my god I can't believe that these things happen and then I realized how desensitized I am to that kind of stuff and it was just kind of like bottling up and bottling up as the days went on and then the traumatic death happened and then it just you know just fizzled out it got too much Uh, I still have issues with my current job generally speaking uh, but I am obviously in addition to taking these four weeks to reassess the podcast side of things I've really taken a step back and tried to implement methods and strategies that I can to kind of have the best of all my worlds without you know feeling this kind of pressure and getting to this low point and it's, it's very hard for me at the moment. It's something that I'm always working on. I'm always working on being able to, you know, categorize things in my life and being able to separate them. And at the moment, I can't do that. And I really struggle to do that. So for instance, if my day to day, if I'm, you know, waking up to go to work, I go to my work, I do my eight hour work day. And then I, I go say to the gym after work, I really struggle to, you know, leave work at work and then start my training. Whereas it should just be as like, you know, I work my eight hours, work's done, work leaves the brain, then you go and train or then you go home or then you go and study, whatever it may be. I have in, I haven't learned the ability to be able to separate everything into those boxes so that things don't trickle into other aspects of my life. So that in itself was quite hard. So like not only was I dealing with this death, not only was I dealing with work and work issues generally, 
those things and the way I was feeling and everything that I was carrying over was then, you know, trickling into other aspects of my life, like my training. And obviously training is such a big part of my life. It's what makes me feel good at what it's what drives me. It's I look for I genuinely look forward to it every single day that I go, etc. Obviously, when that then starts to dissipate and starts to suffer as a result of those other things, then I'm feeling even worse. And it's honestly just like this cascading effect of everything in my life up until this break was just cascading and cascading into each other. And it was heightening and increasing and it just got too much. So that was essentially like the, you know, the baseline of why I took a break In addition to all of that, this year has been massive for me in terms of change. Like the overarching theme of this year for me has been change and not necessarily bad change, but a lot of what I've done this year and a lot of what I am working on this year has made me step out of my comfort zone. And the things that I was, that I have implemented and the things that I'm trying, and as I said, they're not necessarily bad things, but they're more simple things. I guess the transition and the like, you know, implementation of them hasn't been as seamless as I anticipated. And then obviously it's just to put it to, you know, sum up a long story, everything just got too much for me and I wasn't working on the human behind the scenes. I wasn't working on myself. I wasn't doing things to kind of proactively avoid getting to this point. Instead, I was just acting reactively and obviously moving forward and from now on I'm trying to be more proactive with how I handle things and obviously this just comes with time and experience and age and you know life isn't always perfect and you never have like you can always set your freaking new year goals and life just sometimes doesn't work out the way you want it but I am very much a believer that everything that I go through everything that I deal with everything that I experience is all just helping me become a better person and you know pushing my growth even further um and like those simple things that I was talking about like the ones that you know anticipated change for me are stuff like moving out of home for the first time and trying to navigate living with someone uh trying to change jobs after being in this one job that I've been in for five plus years and consciously putting effort into trying to find a new job and dealing with the rejection that comes with that, Uh, being able to allocate myself, more of myself to my brand, my social media, my online coaching. And obviously at this point in time, it's a matter of work hard now so that you get to a point where you have to choose. It's either my nine to five job or it's my online coaching and my brand and my social media and stuff. And at the moment when I got both, it's about putting in that extra effort, which obviously comes with time and it, it requires the hard work and the dedication and all of that. So basically, all in all, life just got a little bit too much and I just needed to take a break. But we are back. So that summarizes basically the reason why I took a break from the podcast. What's been happening since we last spoke? So four weeks ago, I think was my last episode. In those four weeks, I went on a holiday. My partner and I went to New Zealand for two weeks. That was incredible and that was the best timing, honestly. It was honestly the, like, I hit that rock bottom, and I say rock bottom with quotation marks, the rock bottom at this point in time. And then the holiday happened and it was just like a perfect opportunity for my partner and I to literally just relax, to be able to separate, you know, the holiday from everything else 
to not have to deal with work and not have to deal with kind of just like your everyday responsibilities because you you get those two weeks off and you get to like we we didn't plan anything we didn't have an itinerary we literally just got there we were like okay like you know it's Monday we've woken up what do we want to do today okay today is day five what do we want to do today oh we haven't been here we saw it on Facebook yesterday that people were recommending going here let's go there so that was really incredible we got back uh maybe two weeks ago and besides that everything else has just been kind of same old same old I have been obviously still working my nine to five Monday to Friday I've still been doing a lot of back-end work like I'm really trying to amp up the consistency on my social media I'm working a lot on the back end of my online coaching business and the structure of that I am still currently studying at university so I've got my psych and law I'm just doing all the things but I'm doing all the things right now with a better headspace and it's not the best headspace like it's not the best I've ever had I'm still working there's still parts that I haven't really like delved into enough to be at the other end there's still things that I want to change there's still things that are holding me back essentially but I'm in a much better place now than I was prior to the podcast break and so yeah that is what's basically been happening since we last spoke The only other update I have yet to give is my update on my road to 2024, the stage in season B. Now, I had planned this podcast maybe two weeks ago and this segment looked a whole lot different to what it's going to look now. And if you are a part of the bodybuilding community and more specifically the WBFF community, you will understand why my update looks a little bit different. There has been a recent uproar of the WBFF. There has been a big, you know, a tragic incident occurred in one of the world's shows, uh, which involved the passing of one of the competitors. My heart goes out to everyone involved, specifically the family and those close to him. And I could never imagine or understand how any of those people feel the people that were there witnessing it the person who had to give CPR his family who was sitting in the audience the spectators I could never ever imagine what they are going through but I guess out of that incident came this uproar of the federation and everyone is basically speaking to their experiences they're speaking to the corruption of the organization they're speaking to the the threat threatening nature of the people that own the organization they're speaking to the they're speaking to everything that is wrong with the federation and all the things they want to see change and essentially I am in a bit of a head spin with what's going on with the federation there is so much content that I'm consuming about it there's so many opinions that I'm reading there's so many people that are coming forward and speaking their opinion and speaking their truth to the situation And I guess what I've come to in myself is that my opinion and where I stand on the matter obviously is subject to change. The way I feel now may not be the way I feel next year, which may not be the way I feel in three years time from now. But my opinion at the moment and where I stand is that I don't feel comfortable to compete with the WBFF Federation. Uh, The Australian WBFF is obviously quite different to the WBFF Entertainment in that they run differently there's so many different aspects to it it's obviously different people but at the end of the day the WBFF Australia is a franchise of WBFF entertainment and 
I feel personally that if I support the WBFF Australia in that if I compete with them, if I spend my money with them, I am inadvertently supporting the two that run the WBFF Entertainment and that doesn't sit well with me personally. Obviously, everyone is allowed to have their own opinions and their own perspective of the situation, but that is me currently. I personally would love to see the two that run the WBFF WBFF Australia branch out and go their own way and perhaps start their own federation separate from WBFF Entertainment because obviously the Australian guys, they know what they're doing. They know how to run a show. They're doing things far and well advanced in comparison to WBFF Entertainment, but obviously I wouldn't compete with them until there is that separation between the two. Thankfully, I was not just focusing on WBFF for 2024. I also had IFBB in my sights. So at the moment, my goal is to step on stage in season B 2024. That was my goal previously. That is still my goal. Obviously, the logistics of that pens what happens over the next year. At the moment, I obviously for sure know that I will be stepping on the IFBB stage in the wellness category in season B 2024. Whether or not I step on a another stage besides IFBB will be a matter for whatever happens over the next 18 months. But that is still the goal. In terms of like my personal update with my journey to the stage again, I haven't been having the best of time and obviously this coincides with everything I've spoken to previously. I feel like I I do hold myself to such a high standard because I know that I can be at that high standard and I don't think and I don't believe I have been acting in a manner that is up to my standard and essentially I need to be doing what I can do to pull myself out of this little rut that I have found myself in and I am doing just that. I have essentially I I try every day I put my best foot forward I'm trying to be that one percent better every day but it's just a matter of continuing to do so and being consistent and I know I'll get back to the place that I was in prior to how I've been feeling these past couple months and I guess it's sort of it's, it's a balancing act for me as I said I do hold myself to high standards because I know I can reach those standards and it's not unrealistic but I also need to realize that I shouldn't be putting an unrealistic amount of pressure on myself as well. The two can coincide together. I can hold myself to a high standard without putting unrealistic pressure on myself. So my current goal at the moment is to just get back into a consistent structured routine with everything, training, nutrition, steps, posing, cardio, all those good things. The overarching focus for me is building Now that WBFF is kind of up in the air for me, IFBB is a whole nother ball game, like in terms of size, conditioning, muscularity, all of those good things. You know, the IFBB is well and far advanced in comparison to WBFF, especially when you compare the two wellness categories. So my current focus is to build and to build as much as I possibly can. And it's not just one part of my body. It's an overall build because I'm currently, I'm at that stage in my career, I guess, quote unquote, where I I don't need to just specifically focus on building my glutes or building my shoulders or whatever it may be. It's just build, build in general, eat all the foods, train hard, build some muscle. 
currently I am sitting and have been maintaining at the like 76 to 78 kilos which is my general off-season size my weight training is still five days a week like it has always been I've got three lower two upper my calories are the highest I believe they have ever been they're sitting just over 3,000 and cardio I have three times a week purely for a cardiovascular fitness perspective and it just makes you feel better especially when you're eating such a high intake of food so yeah we have maybe what's it now September prep may start in like I don't know February February-ish maybe for like the pre-preparatory phase and then maybe like April for actual prep uh, it really just depends on how I'm going, what I'm looking like, etc., etc. But obviously, it will be a bigger push this season than it was the last season I competed. But I'm up for the challenge, so that's all very exciting and honestly will come around sooner than I think. So yeah, that is season two, episode one, done and dusted. It was just meant to be a short and sweet post-hiatus catch-up with me. I am very excited to be back in your ears, very excited for a jam-packed and planned out season two. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. I hope you have an amazing day or night whenever it is you are listening to this and I will be in your ears next Monday. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Behind Her Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, a follow and a review on whichever platform you are listening from would mean the absolute world. For guest and topic suggestions and to keep up to date with all things Behind Her Mind, please come and connect with us on Instagram at Behind Her Mind Pod. I will be in your ears again next Monday, so stay tuned. <laughs>